0: Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are two moms who are neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the stuff in between. So buckle up, Buttercups, and join us on this roller coaster.
1: First, I want to just say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited.
0: Yay. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. To talk
1: about all this because I see your posts all the time and I'm like, what does this mean? And I'm researching. But there are so many words that just don't make sense to me. Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: I, was I just, just mentally lost. I was watching a few of your reels earlier today and I was like, well, uh-huh, what?
2: <laughs> it's it's literally like another language and that's the thing. And it's like this crazy language that you, you know, you can spend your entire life like, you know, learning, which is insane.
0: Tell us about like how you started and like who you are and like how this journey started for you.
2: In um well I I consider myself an astrologer <laughs> um Jen Sinclair is my name and
1: like
0: we need to we
1: need to do a proper intro
2: here. <laughs> I'm like hey here I am <laughs> I study the stars
1: today we have Jen Sinclair astrologer yogi and author
2: yeah thanks um yeah it's kind of interesting I wasn't always into this like I was super into like the moon and the stars when I was a kid like you know most kids I collected like things with moons on them um and then you know I I got into photography in high school and you know and then I was kind of battling between like astronomy and photography and I took like astronomy classes and they were so hard I literally failed astronomy like so hard. I was like, okay, screw the stars. Like I'm out. I'm, I'm going to become a photographer. So I went, I would became a photographer like whole career in photography and portrait photography magazines, this whole other world. And then, you know, as what happens is got married, had kids, all of a sudden I'm like, I don't want to be a photographer anymore. This is crazy. I have these like babies I'm on set. I'm pumping. I'm like, this is crazy. So I took a little break from um, everything. And then, um, really i i had another kid this is when i had my second kid and then i had a nervous breakdown <laughs> and i lost my shit <laughs> as is not <that> so <laughs> yeah, so beautiful there was nothing magical it wasn't all zen or anything um prior to losing my myself i found yoga i started to get into spirituality and i kind of started to go down this realm i didn't really know what it meant but i was starting to kind of like you know, the yoga was like, ooh, it's opened me up. I'm like, ooh, I have feelings, like all these things. And then after my nervous breakdown, I um, was talking to my brother and he was like, let's start to teach you astrology. This is your calling. This is what you've been, you, you know, you're meant to do. And he started teaching me astrology. And it was like this other, it was like this access to who I was, but from like a different, you know, in a different language. And I was like, Oh, my God, I understand why I do these things. And, you know, just kind of I was kind of unraveling who I was. And then I just started getting deeper and deeper into like astrology and just kept going and going and going and just got real weird into it, (laughs) took it all the way. And then eventually, many years later, I, you know, I started a, a business and started reading other people's charts. But it's it's not a glamorous story. But I feel like a lot of people start from this place, you know, you have you got to break down in order to kind of like you know grow or um, learn, but it was it was it was good. It's it's all it led me here, which is good. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still breaking down here and there. But you know, aren't we all? It's a pretty pretty crazy thing. So yeah, so here I am doing a There's show. There's so much
1: there to unpack. I feel like, <laughs> like there was so much. Um, like just as you're as you were saying, you know, like most kids pick up these things. I don't think it's most kids. I think. You remember it that way because that was your reality. But like, I don't remember picking up rocks and looking at them or wondering like, what am I made of? Stardust? Because I know that's the name of your of your book has that in the title. And I was just like, it's it's so interesting to the things that you liked as a child. Yeah. You know, just kind of naturally coming up. So, what does your brother do that he was able to like guide you?
2: He he does. He's not an astrologer. He's just. He is the most spiritual, weirdest, most amazing human being ever. <laughs> he's just, he's always studied astrology. I didn't really know how much he studied um, until like he started kind of like talking me through it, but yeah, he just is super interested and he Like he bases his entire life off of it, um, but he's just like this normal dude. He's got a big beard. He's kind of got covered in tattoos. You would never know. He's just, it's really interesting.
1: <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> so your book. Is that recently?
2: Yeah. So, um, I launched that, gosh, was it last June? It's almost been a year now. So yeah, it's been a year that I launched that. So it's so crazy to think about. I haven't even thought about that, but yeah, last summer, um, it was a book I wrote during COVID, you know, like we're all kind of like, like twiddling our thumbs. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know how to see clients. It was before Zoom got popular. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And so someone's like, you should just write a kid's book. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a writer. Okay, cool. And then I was like sitting there like watching my kids meltdown for like the 20th time at school. I was like, let's quit school. I'm writing a book. This is what we're doing. <laughs> like It's awesome.
0: So that's the well, it was the perfect yeah, time to do yeah, that. it
2: definitely worked out really well in that respect. Um, it took a really long time to write. <laughs> I was not I'm not a trained writer. So that was it was very it was a lot of learning. <laughs> um, a lot of humbling experiences, like just writing and, you know, trying to find like illustrators and designers. Um, so super crazy. Yeah, it was it was fun, though. But I learned a lot. And I'm very excited that it's out into the world. (laughs) I hope it goes further out into the world, but baby steps.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's amazing when we think about the impact it can have if we start talking to our kids young about who they are individually, because I remember I had a girlfriend's mom do my daughter's, my oldest daughter's chart. And I was still pregnant with her, but we kind of just went with like when she was estimated and she kind of gave me this, like, now that I look back at her, she's almost 17. I, it was oh, like she laid it out <sighs> for me. I was never going to be able to tell her what to do. She's a Taurus. Oh, yes. <laughs> and her her um best advice was always mm-hmm. give her a choice. Say it's yeah. this or it's that. it, yeah. And the first time I was reminded of it was when she was three years old and I was trying to get her dressed for preschool and she was fighting me. And I just like jumped to the floor and I started crying. And then her voice came in my head and I was like, Oh, oh I'm trying to tell her what to wear. I just got to give her a choice. And after that, I said, You know, it's going to be hotter. It's going to be cold. Dress for the weather. And she put some wacky outfits together. <laughs> she looks back at the photos and she's like, Mom, how could you let me? And I said, That was what you wanted to wear. And you wore it proudly. So, you know what? But
2: that's so cool because that's like, you know, as a parent to give, like, get a little, like, Little bit of information. I mean, we know as parents, like any little hints and helpful things, we'll take it. Like anything, any cheat sheet, like anything. Oh, yeah, so that's like one thing where you're like, okay, like I can empower her to make the choices, and that's that's what makes astrology so cool for you know for kids and for parents as well.
1: So, so can you break it down? Like, how does that work? How how do the planets? Like uh, when I talk, like when I sent you that question, like my, I can't see it in my. Home. Where does what this? Is? Does this be like? Where is Am I broken?
2: <laughs> no, you're not broken. <laughs> um, it's it's a complicated system, but it's um, I'll, I'll try to explain it in the easiest possible way. So uh, the moment, <laughs> yeah, I'll like try to keep it simple here. So the moment you were born, um, the planets are at a certain place in the sky. Right? You look up in the sky. The moon is in a certain sign. Jupiter is in a certain zodiac sign. That's where they are up in the sky. So the moment, you know, you're born, that birth chart or that, you know, um, map of the stars becomes your birth chart. And what happens is um, the time you're born um, indicates like the starting of your chart, which is called the rising sign. And whatever that rising sign is, it just goes in astrological order so that there's 12 zodiac signs and they have an order starting with Aries ending with Pisces and they just follow an order. And then again, whatever those like today, the moon is in Libra. If a baby was born today, that baby is going to be born with a sun in Taurus and a moon in Libra. I don't know the rising, but they'd have um, Jupiter and Aries because Jupiter is currently in Aries. So basically, um, it just they line up with the zodiac signs and then specifically they'll come into certain houses and the zodiac signs give this like personality. They kind of describe certain um Um, elements of the person, um, different like personalities in a sense. And then what the houses do, it's going to describe different parts of their life. So if you have, you know, your moon in the first house, the moon is an emotional place. Your first house is the house of self. So that's going to make you kind of wear your heart on the sleeve, your sleeve, essentially. So it kind of just, it kind of breaks down of like who you are, what your natural tendencies are, where you're going to excel, like, you know, what your habits are good, if, you know, for better or for worse. Um, just every, every little piece and part of you, it's pretty amazing. So the big ones that I always look at with kids are the sun, moon rising. The sun is just like that, you know, soul energy, um, that core energy, the moon emotions, like people's emotional landscape is the most important thing to understand. And your rising sign, which is your appearance, like how you appear to other people um, when they kind of meet you for the first time. I don't know if that was super confusing, but that's essentially what it is. Just a map of the stars um, in the planets at the exact moment you were born. That describes who you are.
0: Yeah. So I've never your heard so, that your way. like actual Zodiac sign is not as like, I feel like there's just like this big thing about like, this is what I am, but it's more than that all the other things.
2: Yeah. So that's, what's really interesting. I think we, um, especially in this like kind of new age place, we, we base everything on like sun signs. Your sun sign is super important because like, it's the essence of who you are, but it's not everything. Like your moon sign is, you know, is going to hold such a big significance and your, your best friends are going to understand your moon sign probably you know, more than your sun sign. And then you have all these other planets, you know, you have Mercury, you have Venus, you know, Mercury, how you communicate Venus, how you love. Um, see, there's so many little pieces and parts of people that, you know, if you say, what are, what were your signs? Leo, Leo.
1: We're both Leo.
2: Okay. So Leo, you know, has this, like, you know, if you would describe a Leo, they live their life on a stage. They have a big presence. They need to be seen. Looking at both of you guys, like there's different versions of Leo. Like some Leos are the shyest people in the world. But until you give them, yeah, but if you give you something that you excel at, I bet you step on your stage and you shine really bright. But probably the rest of the time, you probably might shrink behind. For you, maybe, you know, it just, it really just depends on where Leo is in your chart. Like it might show up in let's say it shows up in your fourth house of family, you know, your son and Leo, that means you put your like heart and soul into your family. And it has nothing to do with like a big external Leo um, present. So
0: I feel like when, you know, like, I don't know, when I was 16, reading the back of like Cosmopolitan, <laughs> reading my, I net like my whole life. I never could relate to Leo. I'm like, this is not me. like I was born in the, like someone lied to me. <laughs> You're like, I'm not a Leo. so. So I've just never even like bothered to explore because the very yeah. basic of it was like no, that's not me. It's I can't really.
1: Yeah,
2: totally. So do you know what your rice inside is? For?
0: Um. Okay. So, so
1: I talked to you about this, the we, whole CoStar I, app, right? Like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How accurate is this? And you're like, eh, it's it's decent, but it's not gonna do the job thoroughly. Basically,
2: it's really good for figuring out like the basics of your chart, but it doesn't show it in a way that's like completely like Why was it more
1: important to see the circle chart versus the other one? What, what, what are the
2: differences? So for me, it's important to see exactly where the planets are in like, and what your houses are, like just how they're set up. Like I need to see the circle. CoStar l- lists it out. Like it'll say like first house and it'll have. That's on uh, star. Yeah. Back it up a little. Oh, I can't see it. Oh, wait, there we go. Yeah, that's like a circle chart, but like a really bad version.
0: <laughs> it doesn't say what my rising. Well, it says so my be sh- sun, my moon, my ascendant. Yeah, what's your ascendant? That's the same I- thing as your rising. Okay, so that
2: I'm curious if that's what you relate to a little bit more. Pisces is very dreamy. It's very spiritual. It's very compassionate. It's very loving. I don't know if you like, is that more yeah, you or definitely. not? <laughs> okay. But I okay. feel
0: like because I think this app always goes off of like your moon and your ascending, and both my moon and ascending are Pisces.
2: Oh. Oh. Okay. So have you like done a lot of research on Pisces?
0: I've like just read it, and every time I read that versus Leo, I'm like, I like I'm a Pisces.
2: Yeah. So put having your sun, your rising, and your moon together. Is like very, very powerful that makes you like extremely Pisces, especially your moon sign. Um, where does it show you on that chart? Um, okay, so it's going to be in the first house if that's Pisces rising. So, your moon, this is like a triple Pisces thing. So, um, because you have a Pisces rising, your moon is in your first house, which is your house of self, which means that you literally wear your heart on the sleeve. Like I'd mentioned before, like it's a very like loving very compassionate creative place so that's that's what you're probably completely leaning into a little bit more Uh so i don't know um i mean i can kind of guess where you're where does it what does it say your son is what house um like right uh what house what number house Okay. So that shows, that means that your Leo sun comes out in your place of like your um, day-to-day routines, like your health, like how you organize things. So this would be, I would be like boss vibes, get shit done. Like here I am, like kind of like do the job. Um, And it has a bigger presence, but like the real you probably like the more you is more of that Pisces, like daydreamy, let it like kind of be five. So always read your horoscope for Pisces. I, when I, I actually have this app, like this astrologer that I like love, I've been reading for I don't know, forever and ever, ever. And I read for my rising sign. I haven't even once ever looked at my sun sign because I, I know she writes for rising because I write horoscopes too for a company. And you can only write from a rising sign because I know everyone with Aries rising is going to have a similar story. Everyone that has a Taurus rising or ascendant, they're the same things. Is going to have a similar story, so that's how astrologers, you know, use horoscopes. So, um, yeah, always for your rising. Well, that so your is rising. so
1: amazing. Uh, my rising, well, according to the app, is in Cancer.
2: <gasps> Ooh, you guys are both all sweet, sensitive, right? Look at you guys, both those watery signs.
1: I don't know if I give that off though.
2: <laughs> okay, so your rising sign is the impression that people like when they when they first meet you or they, you know how they would kind of describe you. And it's like cancer is different from Pisces. It's a more nurturing sign. It's kind of like mama bear. It's very nurturing, taken care of, like kind of um, like feels like homey and warm kind of vibes, but it's not going to be, you know, exactly who you are. It's not going to be the biggest presence of who you are. And then what was your moon sign? Just curious. Um,
0: Virgo. Virgo.
2: Ooh. What house is that in? What's the house number? Um, is it? Virgo. Two. Two. Ooh, okay. So Virgo Moon is like very um kind of like keeps it together, very
0: organized. She literally left me a voicemail <laughs> while I'm at work. And she's <laughs> what like, What did I even say? She's like, You would be so proud of me. I sat down three times today. <laughs> incredible. That is so Virgo. It's like,
1: I have lists, um, yeah, visually yeah. and so in, that in my head like at all gonna times. It's going to be a big
2: presence with you and just keeping that organizing, you know, organized, organizational vibe kind of going all the time. Um, but that's like, it's, it's like, I love it as the moon because it's very, it wants to dig into things too. It wants to like, understand things and kind of like, You know, I would say like, I use the word like penetrate for Scorpio, but it's just like very much, it wants to understand everything and kind of get to the bottom of things, which is a really interesting energy. So your second house is like um, more about, um, it falls into like your self-worth, it falls into money. So like applying your emotion or your emotions with like how you make money with that kind of like organizational energy can be really like good for you um, to do.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. It's really That's really crazy. I'm a I'm a hairstylist now, but I yeah, but I feel like I I I had my Akashic records read recently and um she said like you're not using your brain enough uh in what you're doing. It's time to like do something else. So when you were like your work and stuff is about to pop off, like there's gonna be big redirection, that's like exactly where it's kind of leading me. And I'm just I, I feel like my feet are spinning. Because I have all these things I want and need to do to get to these places I have to go. All, I'm like the white rabbit. Like I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm always early. <laughs> that's I'm amazing. It's a <laughs> And um, like, <laughs> I didn't know this existed. I feel really that. Well, and then you have right the, like fiery,
2: like sunshine. That's kind of like fueling you. It's not helping you like become like very chill.
1: <laughs> no, people are like, how are you? Like, how do you survive? How do you live? I just can't help it but at the end of the day I, and that's what you're saying like if this is who I am I can't no, no you I cannot fake it right <laughs> a- so then that's okay. so when you know these things about you to your core then how do you learn and maybe this is where like yoga comes in so I, that's what like one of my questions was like um what came first the like the chicken or the egg yoga or astrology because I feel like You were saying going to yoga and processing emotion, it just starts to make things kind of fall into place that you don't normally tend to give space. Similar to
2: you. I like, I'm a Sagittarius and I'm very, I'm always go, 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 go. And I lived from the moment I was probably born. I lived in fight or flight my entire life. So I didn't know that you could like sit down and stop. I just thought you had to keep going. So uh, yoga, all of a sudden I'm like in down dog, I'm like, what is that thought in my head? Oh my God. I was like, oh, I'm sad. I have a feeling. Okay. Oh, oh, that feels, you know? And I was going through all these like things of like, oh wait, when you have stillness, you can actually process things and like it's still like a trip to me. Like I'm able to be very like Zen now and calm and sit for a while, but <laughs> like you, I have um four planets in Virgo. So I have a lot of Virgo energy as well. So I'm, my mind is constantly going like, what's next? I'm never happy. I'm what well, I want more. I need more. I'm, <laughs> you know, am I doing good or can I do better? And it's, you know, it's, it's still, it's a process. So yeah, yoga was first to open me up. And then I was able to kind of see what I needed to see. I don't know if I could have done it without yoga. I don't think I could have.
1: I, I feel like that too. I feel like uh, I, like the first time I ever discovered yoga was at a gym and so it was very basic, but I had a wonderful teacher that just had so much knowledge. And I was like, how is she teaching at a 24 hour? Now looking, back, she had like just a deep wealth of knowledge and yeah. And she ended up retiring to go, she like opened a Airbnb as a host for yoga and kind of like, yeah, look her up on Instagram, see what she's at. Yeah. But it was like, she started something in me that was just like this little voice. And then yeah. I always kept coming back to yoga. And then I finally yeah. just like committed to practicing regularly. <sighs> yeah, And then I found Kundalini yoga and it was like, Holy shit! What is what kind of like, like it's like a drug? I remember I was doing a series, and you might know the guy. He's local in OC, so like me.
2: My husband's pretty. He used to be really into Kundalini, so we went to a couple studi- studios. Okay, so I probably met totally him. Studios.
1: Uh-huh. He was doing the chakra series, and I I committed to like. I'm going to be here every week for this. And it was crazy. You talked about that unraveling. Like my husband, he was like, what is happening to you? Like I would come home and I would yeah. say like, I saw this or I felt this. And that. like, I literally, it took me like wow. a week to process each week. It was uh, I, really a, a deep unraveling, but it's just so crazy how these things come absolutely, into our lives when absolutely. we really need them Kundalini the Kundalini is a trippy one too. That's a really mm-hmm. deep one too. I think it's the most uncomfortable too because you're making so many noises that you're not used to and the chanting you know so it really has to like you have to get so out of your head and then like in your breath and in your body it feels it feels like um, almost like outer body when you're practicing yeah it's amazing I want to take her but I'm I'm like I'm like is she ready (laughs) she might her
2: Pisces she all the Pisces might float away she's just
1: like (laughs) like take off. Just start like hovering, like just like all of a sudden she's just like levitating. You're like, Oh my
0: gosh, what are you doing?
1: I know I I have dragged her to yoga a few times and she every time she says like I don't know why I don't do it more often, I feel so good after, but
0: it's just not like her go to place. The- sort of flexible and so that's why you go but this probably like this makes sense now though like i don't want to do the things that i can't shine in. so it's like (laughs) oh look at you calling out your leo right now (laughs) look at that (laughs) i only do things i'm good at
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's like my oldest yeah yeah. I understand. I
2: understand that, and I think that it's hard, especially as an adult. We're like, oh no, we failed enough in our, you know, our youth. Our youth. So no, no more. I mean, stuff we're not good at.
1: Problem, right? Is that as adults we like we just stop feeling that fear and facing that fear. We really condition our lives feel safe. And it's not always a good place. No,
2: no, there's got to be a good balance of that. You know, you know, we can never stop. We can never stop growing. That's like, you know, crazy. There's, I think as we get older, there's even more growth, you know, because there is that kind of like, not, I want to say comfortable place, but we're, you know, we're, we're usually in a more comfortable place. You know, we have a roof overhead, we're two feet on the ground. Like we can, you know, kind of explore a little bit um and like there's so many things that happen like in astrology when you get older too like you have these kind of like different midlife crisis things that happen to you and this is where you want to like grow and change and do different things and there's so much like cool stuff out there once you you know get older it's
0: not all for the kids (laughs) exactly okay so can you talk to us a little bit about mercury retrograde because i feel like i feel like that Phrase gets thrown around a lot, especially in this um, time of my life, I don't know, on social media. But I don't think people really understand what it means. I don't know what it means. I know, but we like, uh, I think just the other day we were like, aha <laughs> But it was funny because I told her he, something was
1: happening. I forget what it was. And I said, she joked that it was Mercury Retrograde. And I, then I saw it on Instagram and I was like, hey, she's right. it actually is.
2: It's very real, but I think it gets like thrown around in this like weird pop culture way that like isn't always valid, and sometimes it kind of is. It's it's a little complicated. So basically, Mercury is the planet of communication. Like it rules like you know how we speak, how we listen, how we think, um, technology, communication, anything of that realm. So what happens is um, about usually about three or four times a year, it it is retrograde. So basically it appears to be moving backwards through the sky. It's not actually moving backward, but it slows down enough where it appears to be moving backwards. So what that does like energetically is it just causes like, just like a glitch in the matrix. Basically it's like a little, it just causes like things to get really weird with technology. Like there's miscommunications within like how we speak to each other. And the reason is, is because we're used to going hundred miles an hour and now Mercury is slowing down and we're supposed to keep up with that pace of Mercury. So we don't, we continue to move hundred miles an hour and we're tripping all over ourselves. We're sending emails to like the wrong people We're you know, we're completely like just all over the place. Um, we can't get words out of our mouth that, you know, our thoughts and our words aren't connecting. So then everyone feels frantic. And then, you know, the problem is um, we just can't slow down. So the point of Mercury retrograde is to step back, step back and think and like internalize things and just allow things to kind of happen, listen, observe, um, be present um, and not rush a bunch of things. Like don't throw things out into the world. Don't launch, you know, don't do a book launch during your mercury retrograde, like just slow down and like be patient. And it, it tends not to like get in your way, you know, technical issues, like starting of the podcast, those things just happen literally it's like clockwork, those things happen. Um, And it's just because again, like the energy is just all wacky within communication, but it really turns into being a really, a beautiful time. Like I always say, like when Mercury retrogrades, this is a great time to journal. This is a great time to write, to get ideas down because you're in a different mindset. So it's, it's a really beautiful time. If you can be patient, it's only like three weeks. So it's pretty chill.
1: That's what I was going to ask. So it's th- three weeks every time. So do, like, is there a way to know when it's going to happen?
2: Yeah, you can like, um, I mean, you can like Google and like pull up like Mercury retrogrades for the, you know, 2023. Yeah. So you can see exactly the dates. And the other kind of like other layer of it is it's going to happen in a certain zodiac sign. So what that means is right now it's in the sign of Taurus. So what that means for some, you know, for you guys is you can see where Taurus is in your chart. And you can kind of get a, get an idea of the placement in your life that you might want to step back on and take another look at. So that's how it gets a little bit like more predictive and personal um, and how like, you know, you can use it. You're like, I love it pulling up the phones.
1: <laughs> I don't see, I don't I
2: know see that's, it. that's co-star for you. <laughs> Because it's not going to show. That's
0: annoying. Okay. If you don't
2: have planets in there, um, unfortunately, like CoStar won't show you the house. Um, So they're
1: holding out. They're just holding out. The prime. They're
2: holding out. I get they're like the smart thing is they're they're being smart about it because they're not overwhelming you with information. But then it makes it a little bit like hard to understand when people are like, "I don't have a, I don't have Taurus in my chart." I'm like, "No, you have Taurus. You have yeah, (laughs) yeah." So it's. Yeah. It's interesting. So again, like, it's just, it's a really beautiful place to observe and just like be, be mellow. It's hard, I I like think about every time I teach yoga, like during a retrograde, I'm always like, okay, I got to slow down my words because what happens is I start to like talk. And then like my words and my like brain don't match up. And then I like say like, you know, like lift your leg. And then I'm like, shit, your leg, you know, like stuff like that happens, and you know, like suit. And you're like, just like classic stuff like that. Like, it's so dumb. So I've learned over the years to kind of like pull back and just be calm, make things simpler when I'm teaching or when I have sessions, just simplify everything.
1: I have heard of companies that uh will hire an astrologer to look at the uh charts of people they are looking to hire.
2: Oh, that's so smart. Like,
1: <laughs> right. To think that it you could get to that level. Like it's almost like the Enneagram or like, you know, it tells you so much about the person. But how do you say that to people that don't believe in astrology? So, like, so when you like when you say I call myself an astrologer, do you ever get people just like rolling their eyes? Oh like, yeah, oh. oh yeah,
2: yeah for sure. And then
1: you are like, "Show me your chart." And yeah, I'll, I'm and like, I'll "Are be- you a
2: Virgo? Or are you Scorpio? Which one are you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's usually one of those two that are like, "Nope," I <laughs> <I'm not sure>. <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah, they tend to kind of be the non-believers. Um, yeah, it's. It's interesting. There are a lot of people, but I think you just, you know, either people are going to accept it or they're not going to accept it. It's like, it's like religion or whatever. You can't like can't, can't tell someone there's God or what, you know, whatever it is. Or so it's just, you know, I, I, I don't, I've never forced astrology onto anyone. Like sometimes I'll pick and choose if I do share it with someone. Like, I went to this this new chiropractor and I was like, he's a total just bro. He was just a bro. Like and he loved that I taught yoga, like, you know, so cool. And then I mentioned astrology and you could just his body language just like like just like just wanted to call bullshit on me. And it was just like it was so like the whole vibe changed. And in my head I'm like, why did I say I was an astrologer? You know, I was getting
1: comfortable. I'm like, maybe I'll be cool with
2: it. And he was just like, That's just weird. <laughs> Really? Cool.
1: <laughs> Do you think it's because people are afraid that you may understand them on a level that they don't even understand themselves?
2: Um, I find it's more with like religious, like religious things. People like when I was, and yeah. I experienced it with my book, like trying to get my book into certain bookstores. And, you know, I had this one lady and I, it, it was so, she was so sweet about it, but she's like, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I can't have your book in my store. And I was like, oh, you know, like, I appreciate, you know, it was really sweet, but like, that was my first, like, oh, like. Okay, so people are, you know, people that might be religious are offended, or they don't believe in it, and it's it's kind of an interesting thing. I didn't, I guess, I was naive to it because I'm just like everyone is open to everything, like you know, that's how I think. So I just <laughs> you assume live like
0: your bubble, that's yeah. Cool. Because I was just talking to my mom um, uh-huh. last night, and she was raised in the LDS. Church. Oh,
2: interesting. Okay,
0: and um, we were just like having a conversation, but she was telling me she. She's like, they believe that when they die, they hit the trilogy, the three, like, celestial whatever, and that when they die and they've, they've hit all three of those things, they become the king or queen of their own planet. And that's what they believe. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in... I grew up around it. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, mom, this is the first time in my life I'm ever hearing this. Like, <gasps> what? Where does really? it? Sit? Like, I've never even yeah, heard it's this what, before. It's true. And she was like, they don't want people to know because they're <gasps> gonna think they're crazy. Right? <laughs> She's like, this oh, is wow. not stuff to share openly. Like, they don't want people to know. Interesting.
2: That's so like, wild.
0: Like, it just puts a whole different spin on what yeah what I thought that religion was. But it's For so sure. interesting. If you have this idea about all these planets, then like, where do they fit into that when in their beliefs?
2: Yeah. And that's the thing a lot of people don't. They like kind of to me, I don't even associate astrology with religion. Like, I think like, I mean, in my opinion, astrology came before all of it. And we're just pulling the religions pulled from them, everything. I mean, if you go back in his like books it's all from astrology it's all from the planets and to me it makes like sense like here's the earth here's the planets we're all just like this one big solar system of energy of matter of whatever you want to call it you know you can call god like whatever you want you can call the tr- tree god i can call my you know my floor god it it doesn't really matter like i in my in my opinion like people can have that belief of whatever but i think what happens is they think that you're you're missing the aspect of God when you study astrology. You know, I, I didn't grow up religious. I had a Jewish dad, a Christian mom. We played all the roles, you know, but there was always a sense of like spirituality within me. Like I believed in something I believe in like, you know, spirit. I believe that there, you know, there's this, whatever afterlife or people, you know, I believe I can talk to my dad. He's, you know, I believe all these things. Um, but I don't, you know, consider it like Jesus or that whole thing. I don't, I don't go into that whole world of like Christianity or Judaism or anything like that, but I consider myself pretty spiritual in that realm. But yeah, I don't, I think you can be, I have, I do have a few clients that are very religious and they love the astrology aspect. They can just, they can kind of disconnect from what it is to me. Like the astrology part is just like learning about yourself. It's like, this like design of you here, you, like, you know, here you are, this is like how you love, this is how your heart space works. This is how you, you know, how you fight. This is how, you know, these are the things that you excel in and it's separate for them. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think it goes like both ways. Like I don't consider it religious, but I think it's a spiritual, it can be a spiritual entity. And, and if that makes sense. I,
1: but I feel like I grew up Jehovah's witness. So it's interesting that we have Interesting. These- wow. Yeah, so, um, and within the church, like you're not allowed to talk about magic or like anything that's uh, of the realm. Like, um, uh, my, one of my daughters watched Wizards of Waverly Place where so my, my mom would visit, she would sit her down with the Bible <gasps> and talk about, like, I, I don't know, she was really good at finding a scripture that fit what she needed. Oh <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> nobody knows love is witness. Let me tell you that.
2: That's amazing. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, it was like it, so. As I started going down this path, even though I left the church when I was very yeah. young, I was sixteen. Oh wow! I all that instilled in me. So part of me still, it, a, like a little voice in the back of my yeah. brain, every time I experience uh, a spiritual moment that yeah. did not have to do with talking about Jehovah yeah. or God, yeah. I feel guilty.
2: Interesting. And it's
1: so easy <gasps> to feel that. It's like. I don't know. I guess it's a form of uh, religious trauma. I mean, it is religious yeah, trauma for
2: sure. For it's sure.
1: Crazy how far back that goes. But then again, when I have delved into these things, I have found out so much more about yeah. myself than yeah. I did in the word. For sure. That is like that. Is that what we're talking about here? Is it just because it may make the business of church right. not need to be a business anymore? Yeah. People could understand themselves. They wouldn't need this to right. do that. For them. Yeah, exactly. So it's, almost, it's like, okay, like, do you want to take this power for yourself? Or do you want to give it away? That's what it feels like to me. That's and a maybe- really
2: good way to look at it. Yes, I, I agree with that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's so it's so interesting how people can really shy away from so many of these esoteric things. Because they they trigger um, something within their religion. So yeah,
2: and it usually comes from that like childhood. And again, you know, when you're a kid, you have things like ingrained in you, and sometimes you don't even realize that you know. And I think that's the spiritual trauma or whatever, the religious trauma or whatever it is. But they're just ingrained and they're in the back of your head, and you don't even realize you know that they're happening. Um, yeah, which is so interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, we talk <laughs> like we've said it a few times on the podcast, but like how people who live in like the middle of like the Midwest are just going around drinking their giant Cokes and like thinking that therapy is hilarious. Like, yeah. (laughs) And it's just crazy how across the United States and like the world, but like how in certain areas, like things are just so much more accepted. And we're just kind of in a bubble of.
2: We are in Southern California, California in general, West Coast, we'll call it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, explore these things and like. Well, it's I like cool my bubble of weirdness. <laughs> <and> stuff, <laughs> but it's like in other places, it's like you walked in and t- started talking about like going to therapy and like what your zodiac sign. They'd be like, Yeah, yeah be like, okay, okay like, we're okay, witch. They'd call you a witch. I was <laughs> or a say that. Let's
1: take back to that, and that's what happened. Is that when women gathered and yeah. they shared the wisdom, it was considered yeah. witch- witchcraft. Okay, yeah so, it's wild. yeah. so this is my
0: other thing when I when I was walking over here, the moon was like super huge right above your house. Uh, And that was like, oh my gosh, we need to talk about the moon. Um, But we've, we've talked about this, how the world and like a long time ago, everything revolved around the cycle of the moon. Yeah. And I, we have, we pay attention to the moon a lot. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) So we're neighbors. So I'm like, go outside and
1: look at the moon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. It's so interesting how natural it feels to kind of like, yeah. um, cycle your life around that. And it's yeah. crazy how that's just not normal anymore. No, normal. Yeah. Like I was born and raised in Hawaii and the culture is very highly revolved around the yeah. moon and the stars and navigation and, and Absolutely. all of that. So it's crazy to like, like you it's like we're going backwards like in a sense you know and she was talking about the moon and he was like what the hell like what does the moon have to do with anything and I'm like everything Everything. (laughs) it has to do with everything I think if we thoughts on the moon and like what it does for us
2: well I think like it's it's such an emotional pull like it is you know you know, if we separate it like science, I guess, scientifically astronomical, I don't know how what the word is for it. But I mean, it literally like controls the tides in the ocean. Like, do we need any more? Like, it is so incredibly important. There's like a gravitational pull with it. Like, it is literally physically doing something to our Earth. Like that's to me, number one, that's like, crazy. And then as the moon, you know, goes through the cycle, it's 29 and a half day cycle or whatever, 28 and a half days or whatever it is, it's moving through all the different zodiac signs, right? So as it's moving through these different zodiac signs and going through different phases, of course, it's bringing this kind of like emotional feeling like today, like I mentioned today, the moon was in Libra. Today, the energy was, you know, a little bit more balanced. There was this idea of like wanting to find balance and wanting to find harmony. So like, the energy was a little bit more social, you know, and now as we go in, I think it's what's, uh, t- tomorrow, tomorrow, Thursday, or no, tomorrow's Wednesday. I think on Thursday, the moon's going to move into Scorpio. That's where you saw that big moon. It's going to be a full moon in Scorpio and it's an eclipse. So it's bananas. Um, so basically it's moving into the sign of Scorpio. Scorpio is intense. Scorpio is like, I used that word last, you know, a little while ago penetrating. It's very deep. It pulls up emotions. It purges it. Like it just like goes into all like the deep stuff. So when the, specifically on friday the full moon is going to be bananas but in general when the moon is in scorpio we're more likely to kind of like want to seek the truth of something we're more likely to like dig through things so the cycle of the moon is incredibly important like if we followed it day to day we could totally lean into the energy when the moon's in virgo organize the hell out of your house, like do a project. Cause you're going to have all this energy, this organizational, more patient energy to do it. So you can totally like, I mean, I definitely like lean into the cycles of the moon. And a lot of times when I teach yoga, I'm teaching based on what the moon is in or like the planets are in and kind of like lean into that because I know everyone else is feeling it too. You know,
1: That's next level. That is yes. crazy to think that you teaching Guiding people through a yoga class, you have curated it so well to fit this, like literally the gravitational pull that's happening. Yeah.
0: That is affecting everybody in that room. But yeah. I think, too, everyone listening to this, like you can think back and recall a day yeah. where you're like suddenly felt the need to organize and you're like, what is this? Like, yeah. Feel like this
2: yeah. Day, why am I doing that? <laughs> <it>
0: probably <laughs> and, would make sense if you're watching the cycle of the moon and what's totally. going on. You're like, and, oh,
1: that's why. <laughs> Okay, now let's talk about being a woman and and the moon because we talk about our moon cycles all the time, but then what does that really mean? And then like just acknowledging the the portal that we possess, (laughs) right? As (laughs) women. I was talking
0: about about that. Like we are
1: if we don't this is crazy. Like
2: our cycle matches the moon cycle. Like that's wild but that, like just that is enough That that's crazy like we're basically on the same you know similar cycle like whatever 29 days as a like moon which is crazy so that's where we get the idea that like the you know the moon not where we get the idea but this the moon is this like feminine energy it's this you know you know it's kind of like the yin energy it's the the mother the female that kind of energy too but I don't know about you guys, but like your cycles, if they come, you know, if they match up to the full moon or the new moon, generally Mm -hmm. in our life, we'll, you're so well.
1: Mine's usually the new moon and she just cycles <laughs> off of me so that's what happens with friends, especially if you live next to each other our husbands are like yeah man she got it damn she- <laughs> damn what that means you got it too. <laughs> <laughs> Coming next. <laughs> yeah I
2: find that like I was actually like posting about this on Instagram last night with someone who asked about like she's like my cycles on the full moon what does that mean and I was like joking I'm like you're a witch like but it is <laughs> like the full moon tends to be like you know kind of a spiritual like a place you know when you're usually in this like spiritual you know in spiritual alignment usually your cycle will kind of line up to this like full moon um new moon as well like I remember a couple years back I was cycling every time at a new moon I can't remember the reason of why like during that time period but it definitely like there was a consistent cycle and I think through our lives we change I mean as females we birth children so everything Mm -hmm. gets all wacky but it's (laughs) really everything (laughs) Everything, top (laughs) to bottom (laughs) nothing is the it's same. Right, enough, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's totally fine though. It's great. Um, okay. so yeah, we are, we're, you know, really, I think we're, I think as women, we're completely in tune with our bodies. We can be, you know, not everyone is, but we have the ability to be in tune with the body and with earth with like, you know, mother earth, like it's all so just like related. Like I, there's no separation to me. Like it's all just kind of one, entity in a
1: sense yeah. which is just, so cool it is it's so cool I just love I love learning all this stuff but you have really broken it down so that I could grasp it because I always got so like I said I got so overwhelmed reading everything yeah. that it was like it's a lot. I don't need to know. and also as a mother like I'm like where do people learn to store information after a certain point? <laughs>
2: Well, I think that's why people get like frustrated and they don't follow through with it, you know, because it's not, it's not an easy thing. It's not like pulling a tarot card and being like, this is what's happening. You know, there's no, there's no easy way, you know, it's you, it's, it's learning about you. So you have to want to go deeper. And it's this kind of like never ending journey into like understanding yourself, which is so frustrating. like, you just sometimes Mm -hmm. want the answers. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> if someone gave me the answers and I just, I'm good at fit doing the work, I, it's a problem solved.
2: Right, right. <laughs> it can't be that yeah, simple, though.
1: <laughs> when you individually with clients, do they mostly come to you as like a place of, um, like a starting point for a redirection or confirmation or is it all kinds of it's a, I think it's
2: a lot of different things so I offer like a couple different readings so I have like the full natal chart and that's mostly just like people that are curious They're like I want to understand myself from a different perspective and the things that we talk about a lot of it is kind of validating a lot of it a big big part of it which is my favorite part of it is like reminding people of like these gifts that they have and you know these little inklings where you're Like oh, I was interested in like, you know, starting a band, but like I've I've been shy. Like all of a sudden, I'll be like, are you like singing music? And they'll be like, that's what I've. That's my dream. I'm like, no, you need to do that dream. You know, you need that's that's what you're supposed to be doing. So it kind of sparks this like new energy into people, and it's just it's literally me reminding them of what who they are. You know, in as adults we get overwhelmed and we forget ourselves because we, we're taking care of humans, we're living our lives, we're working, we're doing all these things. So it's a really beautiful reminder. That's like one of my, you know, main things. And then there's something called a mini chart which I do which is um it's called the transit chart, which is more like of a predictory, like ask like you're predicting things, um you're looking up to our like future events. So this is where I kind of guide people through like okay, this and this is you know, um, taking place um, next month, this is where the energy is really building. Can you lean into like this? Um, you know, this is where you need to, like, launch something with your career. This is maybe watch your health around here, or take care of health issues. So I'm able to kind of guide people through things with like dates. Um, and that's a really big thing. That's, I find that's probably my most popular one is just kind of guiding through people through like, you know, the up and coming things.
1: Do people see you like on a regular basis? Like, do you have it like, I I almost think it's like therapy. It is. And uh, to be honest,
2: like I find that my sessions are like become a therapy session. There's a lot of things that we talk about that I, you know, and I'm very clear that like it's a safe space and um, there's people tell me things that they, I'm assuming they have never told anyone or haven't told their therapist. There's, There's a really big trust and I feel very like fortunate to be like that ear and that like safe space for people, but it does, like, I have found at times where I was like, I'm not a trained therapist. Like, I hope I'm saying the right things, you know? Um, but it just, it feels, it feels right. I actually have like one, two, three, maybe like four, cl- uh, four clients that are actually a therapist. <laughs> so yeah, I really? see a lot of, I have maybe more actually. Five. I, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you too, That's as a hairstylist, you know, like you're just like people dump things and you know, people yeah. just want to be heard in a safe space in a different space. And, you know, it's, it's not a therapist. We're not therapists. So like, it's kind of nice. It's kind of a interesting place. So yeah, that's that it is, it does get to be a lot
0: of information to yeah. hear and to take like in. That's when you say like your first session that you were talking about, how you're just reminding people who they are. Yeah. Um, the I feel like we've experienced that a lot, like when we did our Akashic records reading. Yes. Uh huh. We've done tarot cards. Like you've yeah. done some journeys, and like um, every plan medicine, she's talking. Every medicine. time oh. we come to the <laughs> other side of it, it's like, oh my god! Like I knew this stuff. Like I just totally. needed someone from a different perspective to yes. tell me. Tell me. So I feel yes. like it's always totally good to just like keep. It's like you already know these things. You already 100%. know. Them but just to like get that reaffirmation yeah, my, yeah. that. Yeah. And we all
2: need that. Like we all require that. And it just, sometimes it just feels nice to hear that. And like, like you had asked, like, do, you, do people see me all the time? Like I have clients that see me every couple months and they just want to, they don't want to be surprised at things that are coming up. And it's like, mm-hmm. I give them kind of like the astrology, the weather, basically of what's, you know, what's nothing is, in set in stone it's the energy of what could be possible and that allows them to have you know no big surprises and that's how they you know some people love that some people need that and then i have people that just see me once a year and then i have some people that see me Quite often, that I always tell them, you can go a couple more months. It's okay. I'm like I appreciate your money, but like you can go a couple more months. Like it's cool. Uh, you don't need me yet. That yeah. was like
1: that's how I felt in therapy when we went from like once a week to like once every three weeks. I was like, but I want you more. Yeah. Actually, can we just stick I to the regular. Yeah. Right like, that's good, but no, I want more. Yeah, so
0: exactly. Do you, do this at all, or do people come to you at all to talk about? um, like their spouse or their, their children's, what their cards to kind of like understand them better. Cause I feel like when we're talking about this, I'm like, Oh, my curiosity isn't in myself. Yeah. It's in like kids so that I can yes. understand them better.
2: Yeah. I do like kid sessions. So I have like, it's a special reading. Cause it's not, it's not as in depth. Like I feel like as a parent, you only need to you know, hear certain information that's like relevant. Um, you don't need to know about like some other crazy things but like yes I do like it's like kind of a shorter reading we talk about like you know things that you can lean into like the tendencies of that child like how you can help parent them like those are like the little you know and again like I have kids I look at the charts all the time I'm parenting a almost 13 year old girl I'm still like what the fuck
0: (laughs) I
1: was
2: like wait (laughs) I'm like I have the tools and I'm still like what is happening
1: so no, you, you will be feeling like that. I, I have my clients that have older daughters. are like, we're going to want to kill them at some point, but I promise they'll come back. And I'm oh like, God. I'm hoping. And I, I, I'm starting to feel that. So hold uh, on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's that's
2: really interesting with kids. Like, I think that that's a really, um, it's a really interesting way to learn about them. Um, I've had a couple people do it partners with their spouse in there. Um, I tend not to like to look at spouses charts without them there or without like their permission. Like I've had one that brought her, ch- uh, that we looked at his chart, but he just listened to the recording and I did. So I don't, I don't want like, I don't want to feel like I'm being sneaky, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I want their I, approval or at least if they're like, yeah, they're interested. They just don't want to come to the session. I'm like, that's cool. She's going to um, be like,
0: I talked to Jen and she yeah. said you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you're in big trouble. Okay. <laughs>
0: But I I don't like
1: (laughs) to do that as a couple, because I feel like there are some things that, like you said, you know, these things that you're born with and your gifts and the stuff that's like the deeper layers of it and understanding that would be so incredibly helpful in a relationship to just know those parts of people that. Are just there, accepting more accepting, yeah, from a third party that has nothing to do with it, right? Like
0: she said it, the astrologer said it. (laughs) you sat down, you were like. Listen about me. He'd be like, "Whatever." Yeah, but if she was like, "I'm going to tell you about your wife," he'd be like, "Wow, yeah, you really like nailed it." Like, it just is. He difference. would. He would be like, "You sent her something before?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you bribe her? <laughs>
0: what, what is yeah. happening here?" <laughs> that's,
1: that's
2: what's so interesting is we're all like so different. Like, and then you know, especially in marriages, as you guys know, like we want people to change. Like, we want people to like change for us, and it's like. That's like so unfair because this is who they are. But like, what if we're like mm-hmm. more willing to like be open about this or accept this about them? Or maybe they, you know, every every sign in everyone's chart has like a dark side and a light side. So maybe we can teach them to lean into like the lighter side of this. So it's more accepting for you. Like there's so many ways to work with it and like mm-hmm. have it kind of help, you know, relationships or you know, like understand your kids. So it is a really interesting practice for sure. It's not-
0: um sends me the co-star app all the time like almost every morning really yeah like it's like ours together and then his and he'll send it to me all the time but it's so interesting interesting to watch what he picks from it because yeah what he picks from it (laughs) is different from what I see out of him like for sure oh for sure for like to see the difference and like I'm like oh I see how that relates to you and he's like what no, I'm about this. <laughs> You're like, no he's like I didn't even see that but that's the
2: thing like we see different we see what we want to see about ourselves you know and which is totally normal and then everyone else is going to have a different version of that like that's that's all totally normal but
0: yeah. wow that's kind so yeah, of fun to like call him out and be like totally. what about this and then he's like oh <laughs> and then has to is not
1: reliable <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so it's not one i have to find it i is, sent her we have ours together and one day um I'll it said i was it.
1: trying to ghost you i wanted to like oh, not gosh. talk I,
0: what is that no it's not true. You,
2: i don't i i like used to have the app on my phone but i haven't i don't. it's probably like still there somewhere but um you can like pair yourself up with someone so like like you did with your husband and like the two of you oh yeah, I don't, you I
1: gotta, so you can see like
0: um it's similar compatibility yeah ability is for the day okay uh, so this one that I sent her oh my gosh when was it I don't know it doesn't say but it says that you two are an electric eel in a bathtub wearing a party hat and blowing streamers out of your mouth and I was like, <laughs> I said to her and I was like, what are we doing today? What but actually that's <laughs> our energy most of the time. I think it was our energy for the day.
2: <laughs> that Maybe. is actually, their writing is like, it's really good, but it's also like very like eccentric. Like it's very, it's yes, always it kind of like, and I think it's good because it makes you like, kind of like uh huh? And then it's interesting. It's not very like makes basic. sense
1: sometimes though.
2: Sometimes it totally does for sure
1: my oldest will say Saturday minus two is Thursday. And I'm like, yep. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. I've never heard that. Do you see my brain (laughs) go what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like we all need something every once in a while to make our brains go what? And I feel like this astrology chart thing is just like amazing. And I want to start diving deeper and I just need to find tangible ways to keep learning, but you definitely help so much. I want you to drop your handle so that our followers can follow you.
2: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh Jen underscore Sinclair underscore. Um and then on my website it's jensinclair.com. And I have and a And then tell us the
0: name of your book.
2: So that- I am the planets. I am the stars. I am Stardust. So I, I am let me, I was like, I'm gonna find it. I was gonna grab it, but it's not it's not close to me. Um, um yeah and it's available on my website and it's on Amazon. Um it should be in all okay. bookstores.
1: Because I still have a little one that wants me to read to her every night. So
2: <laughs> oh, the book um, is fun. You can make like a sticker chart with the kids. Um, it's super, super cute. Yeah. Um, cool. I'll send you guys some. So just, I'll talk to you later, but yeah, I'll send you guys <laughs> some books so you can check it out yeah. for the kids.
1: Okay. So we have one final mm-hmm. question for our podcast and it is how, Or, what would you tell someone to live their most unfiltered life based on their astrology? Like, what do you know?
0: (laughs) God,
1: what? What was that? Sorry, what was that? Yeah. How could you live your most unfiltered life? What is your best advice for that for our listeners?
2: Oh God, that is like the biggest, deepest question. I'm like, who came up with that one? Yeah,
0: every Me. Guest, yeah.
1: <laughs> live.
2: Okay. So this okay. is, and this is something I've been like, I was thinking about this today in the shower is live for we yourself. Have- What's that? Live, say that again. Live for yourself. Do the things that you want to do. Do not compare. Everyone's role is completely different in this world. We're all doing things at different times. This is like a this, th- not, this is not a short and sweet thing. <laughs> but basically, okay. live just live for yourself. Like truly live mm-hmm. for and be and do what you want to do. Um, be what you want to be and do not compare yourself to other people. Like we are all different. We're all living different. Like we're all on different journeys. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's so crazy. So I was literally just driving to work this morning. And I don't know what I was listening to or what I saw. But in my head, I was like, Oh my God, what a life it would be if I just could like give zero fucks about what anyone else. Yep. Like, that has literally been on my mind so much. What an amazing life it would be. Like, how do I get there? (laughs) And that's like
2: truly stepping into yourself, like truly just doing the things that like feel good to you and bring you joy and not something you think you have to do because it, you know, would make someone else feel happy or whatever it is. And that doesn't mean being like a selfish prick, but like, you know, just living, for, living for you. Like, it's just, it's so important. Yeah. And we,
1: think, yeah if you live for yourself, you're going to live for everybody else. Cause you're living yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Focusing, Nobody trying can be in harm's way if you're taken care of. <laughs> yes, so that's all it. Right. Hope that, hope that, that answered it. the question.
0: Oh, well you thank did! You. you did an amazing job. Thank you so oh much for sharing all this information with us. Yeah. This hour flew by, it was so much fun. <gasps> yeah, I was kind of like, oh, Astrology, I know nothing, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, was so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed. like I didn't know what, like, what to ask. I know nothing, but it was like such a good breakdown, and I think a lot of people I'm so think glad. Probably inspired. Yay. Yeah. I, I hope so fun.
2: thank so you so friend. much I appreciate you guys for having me it was fun and it did fly we'll talk-
1: by <laughs> yeah we'll t- we'll talk soon
2: okay sounds good right. bye. bye.